Hello, and welcome to the Mustang Sport Report. That sounds like a girl that just came from Starbucks. That's all right. Anyway, I'm Aiden DeFrance, the public public sports announcer, rather, for the McCracken County High School Athletics. So I do a little bit of everything. I do soccer, softball, that type of stuff. I'm the uh, statistician for the Paducah Chiefs. So to dumb that down for anyone listening that doesn't... Like me. For people like Asher that don't know what that means, that just means I keep stats and put numbers on papers at the end of the games. That's that's all I do. Nothing special. It's just right. It's just like math, <laughs> math, but for sports. Um, uh, for anyone that doesn't know who the Paducah Chiefs are, like me, our city has a baseball team. Are they good? Wait, we actually have a baseball team. Yeah. The Paducah, that's actually what that is. Yes. Um, Low-key, I actually never knew what that was. I just kind of went with it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, the Paducah Chiefs, they um, they take players from colleges around the area, such as uh, Wren Lake College, which is, I believe, in Missouri, which actually a former Mustang, Jacob Ealing, goes there. Dang. And um, we bring them in, even players from McCracken County High School here, like Nathan Lang and uh, – Daniel Higdon, his brother Ben Higdon a few years ago, Jacob Ealing, one of them, they actually um, went and played for the Chiefs. And with them playing for the Chiefs, the idea behind that was for college players that don't get enough playing time that are either redshirted Mm -hmm. or stuff like that, it gives them playing time so their colleges can see them. And a lot of people look at the league and be like, it's nothing much. This league's actually had about five different, five, six, seven players make the MLB, one of them from the Paducah Chiefs. That was actually crazy. I didn't even know the Paducah Chiefs were baseball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, they play at Brook Stadium, which is where Paducah Tillman plays their baseball. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I also have a soccer background other than working sports. I played soccer for quite a few years. Um, I am doing this, of course, so I don't play for McCracken County, as, even though I wish I, I could have. I wish I would have tried out sometimes, but this is better overall. I played at Reedland Middle School. And I was I was on their middle school team all three years. I started two of those years, and one of our top Mustangs players is Hayden Stewart, and he is the reason I didn't start sixth grade. Mm, yep. Uh, I'm also just a diehard sports fan overall. I mean, it could be anything from golf all the way to football. And I'm yep. gonna know it. I mean, that's me too. I love love sports. And uh, yeah, I'm his co-host, Asher Shanks. I'm uh, yeah, I'm a varsity McCracken County tennis player. I've been playing tennis for um, shoot, it's been a long time. I think I started <laughs> playing whenever I was like six or something. But um, you know, that was just like clinics and practices and like club stuff. But um, yeah, I was on the middle school team, and I'm still playing, still. Hitting it hard, and uh, but yeah, I love sports. Lowest, I'm always lowest level player on the varsity team. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> hey, it might that might be true. Okay, but I'm on there. Nah, but yeah, I love sports. Um, been watching football for a long time. Been watching, uh, you know, basketball. But yeah, I'm probably less of a sports fan than him, but still pretty high. Yeah, I mean, he may be less of a sports fan than I am, but. Then again, his teams are more is one team that we like in the sport that we both follow. It's been more successful. Yeah, <laughs> there is one team in particular that I'm a fan of that is um a little more successful than his team. Yeah, just one, and he's um not a bandwagon, but he's a Chiefs fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, here's the deal. It happens to be where whenever I started watching football, I was a Seahawks fan. And then they got rid of um, Beast Mode. Marshawn Lynch, yep. And um, that hit hard because he was my favorite player, and I had a jersey. I bet you cried a lot over that. I did. I had a jersey of his name. And um, (laughs) then they got rid of Russell Wilson recently. And um, I hated the staff of the Seahawks. I couldn't deal with it. Um, And I always kind of liked the Chiefs, you know. I watched them now and again before Mahomes was even drafted. Uh, and Alex so Smith days. yeah and so it kind of just fell into it and then turns out they're the best team in the nfl <laughs> and i'm being called a bandwagon so i just kind of have to live with that but you know 
Um, I'm a, so nothing special behind my story. My family's just from up in north central Illinois. We're all Chicago fans, so I like Chicago sports all across the board. And I'm a Chicago Bears football fan. It's a hard <laughs> life for the Bears fans. I mean, uh, we've had. I mean, the last winning season that I remember was 28. Was it 2018 or 2019? Whatever it was, I think it was 2018. Cody Parkey uh, ruined my spirits and just absolutely made me want to give up liking football for a while. I'll tell you this, last year, every single day he's talking, to, if if the Bears had an O-line, if the Bears had an O-line, which is fair. I mean, Justin Fields. We still don't have an O-line. Still don't have an O-line. <laughs> Justin Fields is, you know, top 10 quarterback. Uh, they need an O-line for sure. Well, I mean, McCracken County, we have Brody Phelps. <laughs> Let's see yeah. if we can get him drafted to the yeah. Bears. Come on, Brody. Come maybe, on. <laughs> maybe he'll just uh, skip college, go straight into NFL. Oh, yeah. No. No. I, you know what? I'm I'm fine with that. Brody can make the argument and be like, you know what? I need college to play. It doesn't matter. I guarantee you that you're better than the Chicago Bears, O-linemen. Any guy we have, we'll put you anywhere. Just play. <laughs> just yeah. don't get hurt. Yep. <laughs> we'll take anybody that we can. Um but now let's go to our first little half here of our podcast. Let's let's go into the games. Right. Let's go over to last week and let's go and um let's talk about what we have that uh just happened actually. All the games that have happened over the last week, some of them a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. It's it's this podcast has been in the planning for a minute and we've had some trial error um, error. A lot of error. Trying to get days right to be able to do days, this. and our school just loves not posting scores, not telling the <laughs> students what the heck happened. We got to go on a scavenger hunt every single time we want to know what happened, unless you're there. But we're not there all the time, so no, we're not. It's um, it's been a struggle. I mean, with him playing tennis and me doing all the work that I do, it's actually pretty hard to be able to get to a game just to enjoy the game for once. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, um, I don't know if you're going to make it, but I do know that I will be tomorrow here. I'll be here at Marquette Stadium tomorrow in the press box for the football game against, it's Caldwell County, against Caldwell County. Um it should be a pretty good game. I don't. When is that game? That game is at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. I actually probably will be there. I hope it doesn't mess up your gym schedule. Probably <laughs> will, but I gotta gotta live with that. Gotta put it on the grind. Oh yeah. No, I want to be there. I we're, probably will. We're dedicated to all to everyone that tunes into this. Yes, sir. I got a um, tennis match at three, but you know, I'll get home, play that, beat my <laughs> opponent to a pulp, come back, <laughs> watch some football. Hopefully, we win. Oh yeah. Hopefully. Go Mustangs. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm sure we will. I'm, I I feel confident, and you know, I mean, for the football team, we're two and two this year. We're sitting at 500, and is it JV or varsity? It's varsity. It is the big game. It is varsity. We're sitting two and two this year, and the thing that comes down with that is that. It's, you know, you win some, you lose some. As a Bears fan, I know the losing some, and you know the winning yeah, some. <laughs> yeah, we got the one-two combo right here. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, and with McCracken, having two wins already in the year after having a 3-1 season last year, I mean, the fact that we've are, we're already 2-2, two and two, it shows an upward, upward climb. I can't speak English today. It shows an upward trajectory from last year's season, and it's, it's, really, it's really good to see. Yeah, what was that game that destroying went to that we got blown out though? <laughs> that we was, got blown out. Was that Paducah, Tillman? That was Paducah Tillman. Yeah. Now Paducah Tillman number four. That hurt. It hurt. It hurt the watch. But I mean, it's season opener, and for Tillman, they had that they had destroying there to hype them up, and they were. They, yep. they also have. And I don't know if this is according to Max Preps. Um, I actually researched this. For the class, for so for next year, the class of 2025, number four on Paducah Tillman is the number one ranked oh, player. Yeah. I heard about that in the state. Yeah, not just not nope, not just in the Western Kentucky. In, yeah, in the, in entire, the entire state. state, he was forced. From my understanding, he's a four-star rated player as a junior. And Mayfield, Mayfield, we also played Mayfield. That was a tough game. I'll mention. Yep. We'll go over that in a minute. Mayfield, um, I believe it was their running back. You can, for anyone out there that hears this and is like, "Oh, it's wrong. He needs to check his facts." I couldn't really find much on him. This is really a secondary hearing. Yeah. But I heard that their running back is also a he's a five star. 
five star. <laughs> is he a senior uh, or a junior? I believe he's. I believe he's a senior. I don't know, yeah. but I know that they have a four star or five star. I'm pretty sure. I heard what I heard was five star on that team. I'm pretty sure it's the running back. I've heard running back. I've heard linebacker. But I've heard a, a lot of people say that there's a top tier player, and yeah. that right there. I mean, that's from my understanding. That's also what made this year's Paducah Tillman Mayfield game even more. Yeah, huge. I mean that's I mean that is crazy though to be um four star as a junior for the uh you know supposed to be number one in state that's really impressive we got to give it to Tillman for that one I mean I mean we do and for Tillman for number four I think um he if again this is according to Max Preps so and all that stuff and I don't know how regularly Max Preps update their updates their rankings I know that their score updates are off. But I do know that their rankings are like the one thing that they focus on. Yeah. And from my understanding, he is 14th amongst all wide receivers. Or not wide, or yeah, wide, no. Yeah, wide receivers. Yeah, wide receivers. Yeah. Yes. He plays wide. So if you, anyone, um, if anybody watches college football and they watched the Colorado games this year. If you don't, it's okay. I don't. And I, be, I believe. I'm, I can Google this and research it. Yep. Travis Hunter. My uh, boy, Trav. Do you know about Travis Hunter? I know about Travis Kelsey. It's the only Travis I know. <laughs> Travis Hunter, in the game against TCU, I don't know how he did against Nebraska, played 130 snaps on the ball. He plays safe. Dang. He plays safety and wide receiver every down. Doesn't get off every down. Every down. He That's caught. That's actually crazy. Uh, I believe in T- in the TCU game. I believe he did catch a touchdown. Really. And then on the next drive, got an interception. <laughs> Yo, that's actually the dopest highlight <laughs> to, to ever. To stop a touchdown. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I always thought, you know, tennis is just like a, you know, you're always on offense and defense. But like in a football game, you know. Having playing offense and defense like that has got to be taxing to oh, like yeah. another level because you're getting beat up as a safety, you're getting pulled to the ground as a wide or a, what do you say tight end? Or no, wide he's receiver? a wide receiver. Wide receiver. I believe he played slot. I'd be gassed, man. I mean, I'd be, I'd, I'd be out. Oh, I'd no. be a water boy next year. Oh yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done, coach. I'm done. You have any assistant jobs? I'm done. Dude, <laughs> I'd be the bench warmer. Professional bench warmer. Oh yeah, no, I'd be the water boys that we have out here. The water boy systems that they drag out there that use the water. That you just you know hit the button and yeah. it sprays the water in your mouth and that. Yeah, that like yeah, I'd be I'd be running that. I'd volunteer be the new position. 100%. Hey, I'm gonna run this. I'll fill up the bottles. I'm not. No, I'm done. Hundred <laughs> percent. My legs I, are I gone. One good year <laughs> and then and then retire. Now, for anyone that hears this and wants to correct me because I could be wrong but I'm pr- so Jack Bradley I don't know if you know who Jack Bradley is his mm-hmm. name's in the gym he's one of, he has one of those banners he played here oh. la- he played here last year he played yeah. football he was very athletic he's a very good player I actually I do recognize that he yeah. played cornerback and he yeah. did an intercept he was very good player he would get interception almost every game and he I'm pretty sure he also played wide receiver really yeah that's really impressive and it just show it just shows the overall athletic ability that you need to play at a high level. Hundred percent. Even just you know high level. I don't know if y'all uh, consider high level high school, but you know before this year, I hadn't really paid attention to high school ball. But it's a lot better than I thought it was. And I went to my first soccer game um, with Aiden um, last week. Yes, it was. Um Last Saturday. Last Saturday, was, I think it, it was, was. It was just last yeah. Saturday, and we will touch on that game a little bit later. A little bit more, but but it, let me say, uh, I never really cared about high school ball, but I'm actually making it a point to go to more because, um, first of all, it was just for this podcast, but I really enjoyed it. 100%. You know, before I started working as a sports announcer, you know, I liked sports. I worked at Reedland Middle School working scoreboard. And Reedland Middle School basketball, it's a good team, but the level of play amongst every team really set my standards yeah. low. And when I played the high school, I played not high school, but when I played middle school rather soccer, I'm just used to saying high school referring yeah. to all these sports. When I played middle school soccer, the level of play was it was it wasn't good. It was everybody wanted to touch the ball at the same time and score it at the same time. And that was my fear for watching high school ball, but it. It actually is a lot more coordinated. Well, I think that that's like that's kudos to 
the great coaching staffs that we've been able to bring in. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Michael Wiersma for the boys' soccer team, for me focusing on soccer, and Coach Michael Lane, the head coach of the women's team, they've put together a couple of really talented soccer teams. By the way, the girls', the girls soccer team, the women's soccer team that we watched are undefeated. Really? Still. The Lady Mustangs. The Lady Mustangs are undefeated. Wow. <laughs> that is impressive. How many games have they played? Roundabout? Um I could be wrong. I could I could be totally wrong on this. I believe that they've played 15 games. Two of them ended in a tie. Really? Because the way that this works is if they are not in our district and I don't know if this is for regional too. I'm pretty sure it's it could be for regionals as well. Yeah. But if they're out, like, say, Tillman's in our district, there's Marshall in our region, but say we go and we play. So, actually, the boys' team is going to be playing St. Patrick's coming up. I don't have an exact date on that. I'll find one. That's a team out of Chicago, Illinois. Illinois? <laughs> Wait, we do that? Yes. Um, they are coming down here to play us from Chicago, Illinois. That's on, crazy. And I believe it's next Saturday. I could, again, I could be wrong. I be, um, but uh, we played St. Patrick's last year, and it, say we were to play St. Patrick's and tie, there would be no overtime because they are not region because or district. they're not regions. That's that's a weird rule. It is. I don't know how I feel about that I actually. Yeah. Like, why does it matter where they're from? You know? Um, I don't know really, but because I know that both the ties that happened maybe because they got to go home. Maybe because both the ties like that. that happened was was when we were playing in Lexington. Mm. And I believe one of them may have came at Bowling Green and Bowling Green somewhere. But I know that um, it – soccer, though, for me, I hated – and I mean I really did not like it when they would end the games in a draw because I was, I was sitting there when I would play and we'd go, to, we'd go to overtime and I would be begging Coach Brian Stewart over at Reedland, let us play, yeah. let us go, because he'd be sitting there and the other coach would be like, so you want to call it? He would look at us. Hey, what do you guys think? Let us go. Let yeah. us let us play. And Not only on a um, middle school, high school level of the players, but also just as a viewing, you know, as an audience, nobody likes a tie. There is no. no person that was happy whenever the NFL said, hey, we're doing ties. There's not a single person. The way that that can fit in with this podcast, though, is comparing that to the way that we do things in high school. How do we do things in high school? I believe high school football is ran the NFL way, but I don't think there are ties. But here's my other thing. So, about, so it does just go? I believe so, but here's my other thing about high school football. Tillman beat Mayfield by a touchdown. That is the first game within the last maybe five years that I've even fo- looked at high school football that I've seen a game within a one-touchdown ending. <laughs> really? I mean, usually, usually... Of anyone, or are you talking about the specific teams? Of really anyone that I've seen. Now, here's the other thing that I don't... Uh, I, I can't remember... Actually, I do remember the exact score. This is referring to the Mayfield-Tillman rivalry and yeah. all that that just happened last week at the high school level. And this is just a weird little stat, in fact, and you're, you know, I'm a statistician, so I, I find these things He's a professional, guys. <laughs> don't, don't, don't come after him. Well, this is one of the guys that I worked with on the Paducah Chiefs. And okay. he worked for the Paducah Sun. All right. And he po- published an article. And in that article, he featured the result of every single um, Mayfield-Tillman result. From really? Ni- I think it was 1903. Oh, oh, we're talking about the 19s. Dang. Oh, yeah. And I believe this game was 1927. Okay. And this is a game that I want to know what was going on with this game because there was no running clock like there is today. Today, if it's 36, a 36-point lead or above, it is running clock, and it doesn't go back from my understanding. Okay. Back then, there was no running clock. Really? And I'm going to let you know that before I tell you the score. Paducah Tillman, 7. Mayfield, 86. <laughs> Dang, dumb. <laughs> 7 to 86. 86 to 7. Mayfield beat Paducah Tillman. I believe it was 1923. My years could be off. There were there were a lot of results there, but I do know I yeah. have the score. And for that not to be running clock, our normal game running clock goes, I mean, the Mayfield uh, – McCracken game that just happened. It was a forty-eight to fourteen final. We'll touch on that again later. Yep. That game lasted about three hours. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Probably a five-hour game for the Mayfield <laughs> game crazy. Back, back back then. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure it wasn't very comfy for all the people sitting in the stands, given oh, heck no. given that it was probably the old wooden bleachers. Yeah. See, I've been pampered because the one uh, soccer game that I went to, I was in the press box and I had a. Uh, yeah, I got him in the box. He's yeah, pretty proud of that. Got a got a nice chair. <laughs> now let's start though with the September September seventh, the get. So the game that I, I was actually at this game, uh, both these games. Actually, I was not. I take that back. I was not at these games because this was a road game. Oh, yeah. U- usually I'm at all soccer were... games. It was varsity and JV boys soccer at Mayfield. Yep. And the varsity team took it 2-0. to zero. And so did the JV, which is pretty interesting that they were actually able to both do it to the zero yeah for real i mean um does that mean is, are we just that even for jv and varsity that we can is that like gonna be a pattern for like the next eight years where it's just gonna be mccracken two mayfield zero that i mean that'd be nice you know it's tough to say after one one day you know but um i love it whenever schools have good varsities and good jvs oh yeah no because i i love watching it too because when you can see a school like for me working mccracken soccer i get to watch all the jv varsity home games yeah and to be able to watch those and to be able to see i i either like a jv team that looks better than a varsity team but if you Mm -hmm. have a jv team like mccracken's for soccer they look and they play a lot like and i mean a lot like the varsity team because coach weersma has that coach lacy coach weersma the coaches the head two head coaches for the boys teams and uh coach donnie he all of them they yep. they all uh do a very good job with their jv team of having them watch the varsity team having them see what varsity does learn from varsity's mistakes so yeah. when they are wearing that varsity jersey and they become a varsity team they member, know what they're doing they know what they're doing and they're playing at a varsity level in jv so all these other teams that play against them they have a step above them of course yeah i mean that's just i'm i'm really happy that we have that you know going for us i mean and it's it's every sport across the board though I, that i've really noticed for the majority of sports that i've noticed and i've yeah. been to uh so for the major- for the overall majority, even yeah. basketball, volleyball, a lot of that too, is yeah. that there are a lot of there's a lot of potential brewing with from, our JV with the JV teams, and they look really. Some of good. our some of our teams even have freshman teams, don't they? They sometimes do. we only have or sometimes we have three teams, don't we? Yes, um, football has freshmen. That is crazy. Volleyball has freshmen. I mean, that just goes to show how big we are. Oh, the uh, two over 2,000 students. This could be wrong, but th- when I am given the rosters for soccer games, the enrollment is stated at two. <clears throat> excuse me, 2,014 students. That's crazy. That's that's insane. <laughs> 2,014. There are students. some high schools that we play that only have like you know 500. That's some. <laughs> I mean, some. Uh, a little off topic, but um, you know, some tennis teams that we play, mm-hmm. we have a JV and we have a varsity tennis team. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, um, at my varsity games, I'll be playing like, you know, freshmen that should definitely be on our JV team, but they just don't have the players. And it's really interesting, and I'm very thankful that I live in an area where I can, you know, play tennis with um a really good program that's big enough and a lot of schools don't have you know the students for that well here's the other thing though is that so when i go to church i go to church at st thomas more and that church is full of a lot of people yes praise god indeed yep and when i go to st thomas more that is where a lot of students go and a lot of parents for St. Mary's go. St. Mary, rather. I get in trouble for saying St. Mary's. Their parents actually like yeah. gripe at me for saying that. But St. Mary. And the deal with that is they're all like, why do you go to McCracken? Why don't you go to St. Mary? Yeah. And the truth is, is I love God. You know, I praise God and all that stuff. But at the you end You just of, don't have the same. At St. Mary. And this is the story. This is like we have a lot of people that came over to McCracken from St. Mary. Yeah. Um, Josh Kuntz a few years ago, and the, actually he graduated last year. Nathan King that graduated last year. Matthew King plays now. Josh King a little bit ago. They all came from St. Mary. And it's nothing against the school. It's just— Definitely nothing against no, God. nothing against God, nothing against the school. You know, I really 
I appreciate what the school does, you know, for for Christ, to teach Christ to students. It's just here at McCracken County High School, this there's a lot more options, a lot more things to do. Like this podcast room, this is a great setup. It is a great setup. You look around us, we got, um, you know, the little triangles on the wall. The little padding wall. The foam. We have the... We have four mics, you know, we're only using two of them, but... And we've got our headsets for all of them, and yeah. right across from us, we have a nice little... We just got to give a round of applause room. for McCracken. I mean, for for the work that Miss Christy Griffith and Mr. Mark Madison yep. have done with this with this whole media department is great. And I was actually never interested in media. Um, I was taking it because my brother was, and um, I needed some filler classes. Once I got into this class, this is my sophomore year. Once I got into this class, I love anchoring for the news. Um, he got me on board for the podcast. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's, it would be kind of awkward if I did it by myself. I need somebody to talk yeah. to. I'm a lonely person. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just very, like, it's crazy how they could hook me, you know, because it was so interesting. And we actually had the tech to do it all. Oh, yes. And. You know, a lot of people I know don't like the consolidation that the three high schools did. But at the end of the day, it is really, it's just a great experience. As us as students saying this, and they can give you first person, first person views of the school. And from an athletics aspect, it is a great experience to be able to put a team in Western Kentucky that can compete with athletics in Bowling Green, yeah, in Lexington, in Louisville, and can compete at out-of-state events, one hundred percent against teams like St. Patrick in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I don't have you know the biggest knowledge on other sports, but I I can say, mm-hmm. um, tennis. We've been going, we've been winning um, rounds in regionals. We've won regionals. We've won state in the past, not too long ago. And it's crazy that we can go and compete in Lexington, I believe it's where it's held. I could be wrong. I think it's I, I believe you're right. I believe it's at uh, the University of Kentucky's. Yeah. Courts. And it's crazy that we have, you know, the capabilities to put together a program for a lesser known sport, you know. Uh, not lesser known, just less lesser cared for, let's be honest here. It's not lesser known, and there's nothing against the talent that our tennis team yeah. possesses. It's just... It it's just it's just tennis. You it's know? a sport that when we get to spring, we will be putting out there. Yeah, mainly by Asher's demand. <laughs> yeah, by me. No, I'm, I'll force his hand. Uh, he will. He definitely will. But no, all all honesty, you know, it's something that it's tennis is actually a sport that I tried to make a main set focus because it's not talked about enough, and it is a sport that if you, I mean, it is a sport that a lot of people don't watch it on TV. You may see like other family members watch it, grandparents may yeah. watch it. That's how I got. Yeah. Tennis was the first sport I watched. It was with my grandparents. Yeah. And the thing with tennis, it is a worldwide. It is worldwide. Yeah. Like you got football in USA, which is great. I love football. But you know, you also got tennis in tennis I mean, and you, there's soccer. the Australian Open, the French Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got Wimbledon in uh, London. Uh, those are the Grand Slams, the U.S. Open, of course. Uh, you know, it just, I feel like it needs to be talked about a little more. Uh, I can agree with that. And, you know, for me, someone that I played soccer, I love soccer, I watch soccer, we have the yeah, World Cup. Yeah, same with soccer. And it but is, it is talked about. It is at a world level. It is talked about. It's talked about more now with Lionel Messi playing in Miami. But I heard about that. I'm not even a <laughs> soccer fan, but I heard about that. Yes, and he's doing really good. Miami was like, oh, no wins, 14 losses, two, ta- two draws. And Messi came on. He came on. They're eight wins, 14 losses, and two draws. They haven't lost a game since Lionel Messi. He's the GOAT. I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to try to start a feud. No. But Messi's the GOAT. He is. And um, that's something, though, with sports such as soccer here at McCracken County, and you'll see with our podcast and tennis when tennis comes around, yep. they are sports that we are going to talk about. And we, we hope to encourage people to give them a try, to you know, just watch an event. And I will tell you – and Asher can agree, watching a sporting event in in person, in person, no matter the size of the event, whether it's high school, college, professional level, if you were there in person, it is a whole different feel than watching it on TV. 100%. The atmosphere, I mean, it's just just happy, you know? No one's there to not have a good time, even if you're not a sports fan. It's just just a good time. And I try, and I actually got compliments from you, Asher, for – 
setting an atmosphere for the soccer games. We yeah. we set at McCratton County Soccer. This is something that I try to implement in every sport. When I work softball later later this year, I will implement it there. We go out there. We play music. We play music to the whistle. We get the. We do whatever we can to get the crowd pumped. Booming up. voice, uh, saying you know subs and the score and um, introducing players and everything. Greatly. So here we got the uh, so varsity we, volleyball. Yes, we do varsity volleyball. They played Graves County at Effingham. At Effingham. <laughs> now they actually they were able to win. They. It was they only played three sets. Usually it's first to three, but they only played three here, and it was actually a two to one final. And the scores went for game for set one, McCracken County twenty five, Graves County twelve. Set number two, yep. Graves County twenty five, McCracken County. So 18. then the drum roll. So then the drum roll. They went in to set three. For set three, they only went first to fifteen instead of their normal twenty five. And the winner is the McCracken County Lady Mustangs volleyball <laughs> team. They won that Obviously. one by a score of fifteen to eight. Yep, and, we take those. Oh yeah, we're just, you know, just just that good at volleyball yeah uh last year we went we went to the state to championship the state didn't we? championship we lost but we lost it was a, it was a good match it was, it was a good first set it, it was a good first set and actually we went to set five with bowling green i do yeah. i do remember watching that in the gym it's yeah just, it was that was a dope day it was and a very round of applause for the volleyball team I mean, got us out of class for the entire day <laughs> it was a very fun experience though love and, the volleyball team oh same thank you volleyball team thank you very much we it's hope a that hard you, sport i mean it is diving it, for them balls trying to it's set a whole, it and everything it's a whole like there's so much stuff in volleyball there's so much strain on the body for real to play volleyball yeah um now on to the other thing that we had happening September eighth. Varsity football it was at Mayfield. Varsity football against Mayfield at Mayfield. Sadly, Memorial folks, Stadium. We lost. We lost 48 that game. To 14. Forty-eight to fourteen. It was. Now I mean, I watched. I actually was able to find Mayfield's stream. I I went to the dark deep he realms. Was, I was at the gym of YouTube. I was at the gym <laughs> getting my juicy chest pump, and I was getting notification on my phone says. Aiden is texting me. Pull it up. <laughs> Halftime. It was like seven to. I believe. I believe it was. I could be wrong, but I believe it was nineteen to seven. Yeah, it was something like that. It was already not great, but you know, all hope wasn't lost. And then, um, it yeah, just, it I, just I asked him. I'm pretty sure I texted him. Like, hey, what what's the score looking like? Forty eight to fourteen. It just you know, that's another thing we mentioned ago. A little bit ago, Mayfield's got a good team. And I mean, I, it, our main um, rival isn't Mayfield. It's Tillman, isn't it? It is Tillman. But isn't isn't Mayfield and Marshall like Mayfield, top Marshall? Two? They're up there as well. Um, Marshall is, I would say, I would argue across the board. If you want a competitive yeah. game at every single sport, every Marshall single County. level, it is going to be Marshall County. And I, a lot of people are like, well, Paducah Tillman. What about Paducah Tillman? Soccer, McCracken has owned Paducah Tillman. Yeah. And that goes back to Heath, Heath High School. And at Heath High School, there's actually a, uh, a thing with that where Heath High School would dominate Paducah. Like, really? They would run him over. And really? The uh, coach of that team, Mark Madison, Coach Madison, he was, he was a very good – coach of that team and he, by the way that's the same mark madison that you mentioned a, a little bit earlier that runs the media yes uh coach or mark, helps coach mark madison he he coach madison is a lot of people called him at heath high school yeah he um mark a, yep mark he is a mark is a great guy uh he's very, been very helpful i mean with me with audio and stuff like that yeah hope and you know there's been uh, there's been good moments with him bad moments with him Asher hasn't seen him mad. I have. I feel <laughs> like, I mean, if you want someone that's just always very, like, monotone, down to earth, like, but he, he wants to get it done and he wants to get it done right. And if it's not, he's going to be a little annoyed. Yes. You got but, Mark. Yes. But he is a real, I mean, he's really good at his job. 100%. He is really good across the board. And he, I mean, it, it, it he just does a very great job at McCracken. Yeah. And, he is a. He's always just around. He. You know? I mean, if you, if you, if there's something going wrong, 
when it comes to this media stuff, whether it's my microphone broke, my computer got He knows busted. what's going on. Mark knows what's going on. He is going to fix it. 100%. And it is, he's a just great guy overall. He's, he's a very good guy. He's very helpful to us very 100%. much. Um, and But when he coached, back to the Heath thing, when he coached at Heath, Paducah Middle Act, or Paducah High School, rather, Paducah Tillman, they tried to bring him on as a coach. Really? And then they pulled away their offers. Mm. And, and Mark was like, okay, I'm going to go to Heath. And ended up turning Heath around. And there's, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but they're in, in here in the media lab where, where we are, if you are a media student also listening to this and you've never noticed, I don't know if it's still there, but there was an award uh, for 2005 Heath Regional Champions. Really? Yes. Where was that? Wait, where? It is in... So in the media room, it is in the main camera room, the green screen room where we okay. film. Yeah, it is back behind the ca- the ca- um, cameras, computers on the back wall. Computers, wow! And I we got a celebrity. We do, <laughs> we do. He's got his he's got or his at gold least a star. winner at that. His, his gold star, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> now, um, our next event, September 9th, cross country Mustang Invitational. Yeah, so we um we got a couple names. So we got um. Corbin Knight. He is in the so he is a twelfth grader. Twelfth grader. He is a senior. He finished eleventh of one hundred twenty three runners from McCracken County High School. That's crazy. He represented McCracken out of one hundred twenty three total runners. He crazy. finished eleventh. On this list here, I have the top ten. Um, Eli Warford, who is in eleven in the eleventh grade, he finished seventeenth. And this is all out of one twenty three, right? This is all, all out of, of one hundred out of one hundred twenty three total people amongst all these different high schools. Wow. Jet Palmer. Who's in 11th grader? He is in our media class, actually. Jet Palmer. He's the guy that sits. Yes. Yeah. And his uh, his brother's name is Finn. Jet. Wait, wait. They're brothers. They are. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> okay, and, I'm learning stuff. Yes, I know. The more you know. So yeah. Insert, so Jet insert Palmer. Insert intro here for the more you know. Yeah, yeah. And he finished 26. He finished, yes, he finished 26 of the 123. Yep. Cameron, Cameron Shelby. Cameron He's actually, Shelby. I know him. I know him as um, well. I've known him for a long time. He went to Lone Oak. Yes. Um, so, sophomore, he finished 31st. 31st. And John DeHart finished 50. Also, he 10th is also grade. a sophomore. Also went to Lone Oak. Yep. And it's, I mean, to be able to see that top 50 with all those Mustangs. Yeah. It's a great sight. And for the girls, uh, their top finisher for the girls' race was Aislinn Sullivan. Mm-hmm. She is a freshman. She finished 21st to 57 runners. Freshman. She is a freshman. Now, granted, you may look at that and be like, 21st to 57. But you gotta, a, you got to know, like, cross-country, that is so taxing. It's taxing, and it's a very you it, it's are, a young team. You're pacing yourself, but you're also running as hard as you can mm-hmm. um, while pacing yourself. But as a freshman... To be competing at a level where you're making it better than 50% of the other people, just imagine her as a senior. Oh, yeah. She is going – I mean, here's the other thing about that, though, is her being 21st to 57, you may look at it and be like, oh, that's not that good. But like Asher said, for a freshman, that's really good. And for a young cross-country team – And, like, she's going against, like, seniors. She is going against varsity seniors, like, top-running seniors, probably some – Players in there, I'd guarantee, that played soccer at some point because yeah. you know, a lot of soccer players, you run all game. And doing as good as she does is just truly amazing, and it's it's just great to see. Yeah, love to see cross-country thriving. Oh, yes. I, and for the next event, September 9th, our bo- boys' golf team went to the Bowling Green Invitational. They finished 11th out of the 19 schools there. So it's a solid middle. And yeah. the... But, I mean, our bowling team – or not bowling team. Bowling hasn't started yet, by the way. I'll, I'll mention that later. Anyway, golf team. They – for our golf team to be doing 11th out of 19, I mean, it, there's room for improvement. For sure. But there's room for improvement everywhere. There is. And every sport has it. And for the boys' golf team, it, it all it takes is just a little support from fans, a little more a little more student support even. I mean, I remember one time my dad took me to the um, driving range, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a couple years ago. I was just like, oh, whatever, let's go to the driving range. And um, let me tell you, I did not hit – I hit like 50 balls. I did not hit one down the middle. No. Not a single 
one. <laughs> it's it takes. I mean, a lot of it people don't takes, understand the skill that it takes for golf. It takes insane precision. It's about the timing. It we can't get into it because we're running out of time. But it is. It's but, crazy. No, I mean it is. Um, for our next next sport, oh Asher, it's time for the game that we were both at. Ohio County versus the Varsity Girls team here at McCracken County High School. We won. We won four to four. one. And that game, let me tell you, there's a lot of strong feelings with that game. First of all, oh, first yeah. goal was, was an, an own goal. goal. <laughs> Love that. I was freaking out. I was like, there's no way that just not happened. I'm it laughing was, my butt off. It was a pass from Maddie Ledgerwood. It was supposed to go to Audrey Rota Estes. Audrey Estes. And, and Audrey just missed time to kick. And the player for Merrill Hyde was trying to stop the ball from rolling to Caitlin Hyder and clear it out the back of, and of the net. she missed. She didn't <laughs> quite get it over the goal like she was hoping. and She, she hit it in. Hit it right into her own goal. And it's it, the ball came out to the six-yard box. And it is probably the hardest kicked own goal I have ever seen it in my life. It looked intentional. It, I had to take a double take. Like, was that our player? Like, I know that we have black jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was not someone in a black jersey. No. There was no way my eyes were deceiving me. That was an own goal. It looked like Audrey Estes scored the goal. 100%. But at the same time, I knew that it had just like, gone we under knew, her leg. We knew that it wasn't. We knew it wasn't her, but it looked like it was. And it was just a very interesting occurrence. And Yeah. It just um, we happened to be able to counter off that and take all that momentum off yeah. of that and be able to score. Yeah, we took and that as if she did score it, and yeah, we, we did. We, I mean, we took it, and we were because like, I know four one doesn't sound like oh we killed him, which four one we didn't kill him, but the entire no. game we were on offense. We, yes. I feel like there was only a couple plays where were, we were on defense. There were about three defensive plays, and I but believe- we were putting the pressure mm-hmm. on them. Throughout well, the next game that we played that night was against Merrill Hyde. We took that game three to one. Asher three to was one. not there, so Asher gets to learn the game just like you all will. Yeah, what happened? So Merrill Hyde actually they played South Gibson here earlier that night. They didn't look that good. Our coaches were up there. We're looking at Merrill Hyde. Was like, oh, we're gonna. They were thinking that we were gonna stomp them. Yeah. Merrill Hyde actually had like three players taking ACC, ACT testing. During that first game, they were taking the they test. They were taking the ACT test, so they weren't able to make it for the first game. Wait, are you actually for real right now? I am. They Merrill Hyde, what the, the starters? Uh, three of them. One, I believe, one of them was a starter, maybe two of them that were taking, taking an ACT, ACT test. test. That's crazy. And they showed up just in time. That is unfortunate. To suit up and play McCracken County. And we were able to win three to one. It was a one, I believe, one to zero score at halftime. We had the lead. They mm. tied us. And then we came back. And then I believe it was Maddie Ledgerwood. I could be wrong, but half the time you could say Maddie Ledgerwood scored a goal. And, and I'd, I'd be, be right. right. <laughs> and as far as that, we actually were able to get the ball downfield, get to the penalty box. And I believe it was a handball. I could be wrong. But we got a penalty up mm. two to one. In the last, I don't know, minute of the game. And our team captain, Audrey Haley, she plays center back. She went up there. Bar- Nailed it. Buried the shot. Oh, yeah. Back and in the net. Three to one, final, McCracken wins. Merrill Hyde was actually trying to form something. They looked like they could have marched down and scored, but that penalty just caught them off. Audrey Haley put yep. the goal in. It's like a momentum swing. And it and it just it was too late by that time. The ref blew his three whistles and game done. McCracken won. We have volleyball. That, uh, I'm going to go to the next game. Volleyball yep. against Graves County, September 12th. We played Graves again. And, and we won. We won. 25-16 first set. 25-15 second set. 25-14 Third set. It we, just kept going down. <laughs> yeah, we were like, oh, you got 16? All right, no, can't get 16 again. No. Oh, you got 15 this time? Can't get 15 nope. again. Got 14. And it was, I mean, just seeing those results. And I actually talked to Mabry Purdue for the school newscast. She told me, she said, is that to be able to play Graves once and get that idea of how they're going to play, she said, and to be able to just see that, she said, then you know who they're going to set, you know who they like ha- spike the ball, and yeah. you, you know where the ball is going to move. You know who it's going to go to, you know who the big threat is, 
And it, she said it just really helps you in the next game to be able to isolate the ball and be able to stop that person. But senior night. Soccer. September 12th, men's and women's soccer. Very fun thing for the against men's Graves that night. Against Graves County. <laughs> yeah, against Graves. And Very... I'll start I'll start with the women's game. What's You'll start with the women's? Because I have a story from the men's game that is better okay. saved. The women's game happened before we did the senior night ceremonies. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't here so, either. And I, was, I did make that game. I worked it. The women's game... Maddie Ledger would again, <laughs> of course, again showed off with along with um, I I believe I could be wrong. I believe that Caitlin Hyder netted one. Uh, those others on that I believe Savannah McDowell also had one, and it's um trying to give credit where credit is due. It was a very good game uh for the, for the women's game six to nil six zero. We love that final score. McCracken beats Graves here. At Mercy Health Field, the home of the Lady Mustangs and Mustangs soccer teams. Was there any um, huge thing that stood out, or was it is, was it just like a solid game? It was a solid soccer game. Um, no own goals. There was no, no own no goals. No backflips. <laughs> McCracken, I mean, other than backflips, there's this thing that one of our players, Audrey Estes, does where she'll stumble and she'll like military roll. And then get military back, roll. And then get back up, keep going with the ball. <laughs> That is acrobatic. <laughs> Very. Um, but now on to the men's game. Hold <laughs> on. Men's game. Let me tell you, I didn't know this until I filmed the newscast. I didn't know, spoiler, that a mercy rule was a thing. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> it is. And we won 10-0 by the mercy rule. Against Graves County. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yes, and but that, it is. I knew it was a thing in baseball. Yes, and it's a thing in soccer. But it's a thing in soccer. 10-0. Yes, and here's my thing about that game. This is my story that I was saving. Yeah. There's actually it. a couple. So Reese Barnhill, he's a senior of ours. Reese, had, last year, he'd been having some good shots. They just hadn't fallen for him, and he had some shots that went over the goal. Reese worked hard this year, scored on senior night. Scored on senior night. Scored was he the, the he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, no, he's not who you're thinking. That's oh. somebody different. Uh, that wasn't like his first? No. That's oh, okay. not Reese's first goal, no. Oh, okay. Who but, was that? But on to what Asher is referring what to. What I'm referring to, yeah. Grayson Parrish. Grayson Parrish is the soccer goalie. A lot of you may know him as a basketball player yeah. as well. Grayson is a multi-sport athlete. Grayson plays goalie for the McCracken County Mustangs. So, Coach Heath, from my understanding, told Grayson, he said, Grayson, you have five minutes, and we're going to take you out. We're going to let you have your five minutes of fame in as a forward. Crazy thing to say to a goalie. Hey, you got five minutes. Well, he told him, he said, we're going to give you your five minutes of fame. Yeah. We're going to let you go out there. We're going to put you at striker, put you at forward, and let you go and do whatever. Pressure's on. What does Grayson do? Goes down the field, wins the ball, scores his first high school goal. On senior senior night. night. It's crazy, and with the with the pressure, you know, you play goalie, you know. Oh, Grayson doesn't. No, pressure doesn't exist. The Grayson. It 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 build up for me. It would build up for you, but pressure for Grayson doesn't exist. I I know you haven't seen a men's soccer game, and you haven't seen Grayson play. Yeah, Grayson throws his body at the ball. If any of you have seen him play, seen him play soccer, Grayson. I don't. It doesn't matter where the ball is. It doesn't matter how far away from him it is. He is going to reach that ball. He is going to do whatever he can to do so. And I mean, I guess being six foot six also helps his case. Helps a little bit. And Gray- I mean, Grayson has longer hair about to the base of his chin, and he'll yeah. usually tie it up in a man bun. Mm-hmm. And you know, so I guess you could say he's six foot seven. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> just say he's six foot seven because he has a man bun. Yeah. <laughs> now that, um, but that concludes our scoring updates. Yep. And a lot went on that week i don't know he, he probably knows i don't know if this is like a would you say this is a regular amount or would you say I'd this say, is quite a bit i'd say it is and mondays and thursdays also we also have wrestling open mats. wrestling open mats and they haven't uh i didn't put those in there but it's free for you to go to i i don't know the times i don't remember the times i believe believe it's like 7 30 to 9 i could be wrong again we're just trying to we're trying to get every single sport we can now um 
the 21st and the 26th, and I believe this is from 5 to 7.30, or 6 to 7, my bad, 6 to 7.30, there has actually been um, bowling tryouts coming up. Really? For anyone wanting to bowl. So if you would like to do that, I featured this in the newscast, I'll shout it out here as well, then you can go meet at Cardinal, uh, Cardinal Lane's Strike and Spare. And I believe it's 5.30 to 7. If not, then you can go to the McCracken County uh, Schools website at mccracken.kyschools.us, and you can find the calendar for the athletics there, and it should have the bowl- when bowling is going to happen. If not, it should be featured. Yeah. And I believe Mr. Hauser released a statement about bowling through email. So if anyone has mm-hmm. a school email, you can probably find it there. The River Region Rumble... Will be a home. It'll be a home event on Friday, the twenty second. Event. That's not just one game, is it? No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so the ri- explain so the River Region Rumble. It's scheduled here for Friday. I could be wrong, but I believe it's going to be Saturday, given the size of the event. Teams come in, such as St. Patrick's of Chicago, such as Evansville Memorial, such as University Heights, St. Louis University Heights, and. They will play here against McCracken County High School in the, I believe it's Jeff Wilkins River Region Rumble. And it is a it is a promotional event that McCracken County hosts. It is a promotional tournament that we host. And um, it raises money towards, like, Jeff Wilkins, and I believe it's his family or it's a foundation. I don't remember the full story behind him or else I would read it to you all if I had it yeah. on me from last year. But... It is a memorial event to him. That's awesome. And it's a great thing that we do here. And that's on a Friday? It is set on a Friday, but I believe it's probably going to be moved to a Saturday given the miles of the teams we play. Friday or Saturday, I can I can be there for the whole thing, hopefully. Good deal. Good deal. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate you. Yeah. You are a great partner here. <laughs> and we're very, for anyone that does take the time to listen to our podcast, we yeah. we appreciate it very much. And we're, we're just we're just two guys. You know, yeah, we're just two that sport. we thought, you know, it'd, it'd be fun to do this. Oh, yeah. No, and it, it I mean, it's been a fun experience for this first episode, and I hope to carry it on in the second episode. I'm sure I'll be dreading my life away during the editing process. Yeah, he's actually agreed to take that um, 100%, which oh, yeah. I, might, I might help you, actually, because this is long. He might help me. He might. That's a key word. He I might. might help I me. might. He might. And the... The thing about this whole podcast, though, is that we do it to get our teams out there, to give them the recognition that they need, and give players the viewing that they need. We put them in the spotlight so they can be seen. Yeah. And if you were to join us next week for episode two, I do not know who we will have yet. We will have. We should have an interview for next. Hopefully. Hopefully, if we can get it figured out, we may do a interview few slash. Hey, just come talk with us. But I'm Aiden De France. I'm Asher Shanks. And we thank you very much for joining us and hope that you join us next week for episode two of the Mustang Sport Report. Let's go, baby.